0: Hi, I'm Sana and this is The Period Pod. Hello there and welcome to the first ever episode of The Period Pod. I'm very excited that you are here and that you are listening and thank you for tuning in. My name is Sana, I am a personal trainer and I am obsessed with the menstrual cycle. I'm obsessed with periods. I'm obsessed with everything that comes with having a uterus and I want to know everything about it. In my career as a personal trainer, it became evidently clear to me that we do not have enough knowledge about our own bodies when it comes to menstruating humans. And I want to know more because At the age of 30, 15 years after I started my first chat to a general practitioner about my issues that I was having with my period, 15 years later, that was the time when I got diagnosed with PMDD, premenstrual dysphoric disorder. And I think that is way too late and I think... I should have been told about the way my body works a lot earlier. So in this podcast, I am going to take you on the journey with me. I am going to educate myself and I'm going to educate you whilst I'm doing that. Because I'm a personal trainer, I obviously started looking into the menstrual cycle and into periods in terms of exercise, what is the best type of exercise to do when you're on your period, or what is the best type of exercise to do when you are in your follicular phase and your luteal phase? All of those questions started to rise up when I did my first bit of research into the menstrual cycle. But it didn't stop there. There was so much that I didn't know about. And every time I was reading something, or I was listening to a podcast, or I was talking to someone or I saw something on Instagram. Every time I thought, why? Why did no one tell me this before? There was so much I didn't know about my own body. And I got a little bit angry that no one told me this. In school, I wasn't being told about... The way the female body works or the way a uterus works, the way hormones have such a big effect on not just your physicality, but also your mental health. And I kept on thinking if I knew this before, if I had the autonomy to to think about what was happening to me every single month, my life would have been so different from the way it it has been. And I'm glad that eventually I did find all of this out, but I want to make sure that everyone knows this. Everyone should be able to know what it is like to have hormonal fluctuations in that sort of 28-ish days of a menstrual cycle. So that's what I'm going to do in this podcast. I am going to take you with me. I'm going to talk to specialists. I'm going to talk to friends, to people I know from, uh, from the fitness industry people I know who are very vocal about the menstrual cycle um, in the social media space. Everyone, I'm I'm just going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to make you listen. I'm going to make everyone listen. And remember, you don't have to have a uterus to listen to this podcast. You don't have to be someone who menstruates to listen to this, because that's also a thing I find really important, that it's not just those who menstruate who know about this. Everyone in the world should know about the menstrual cycle and about periods and about hormones and anything that you can think of that's related to that, not just us. So, I hope you are strapped in and ready for the first few episodes. In today's episode, I am going to just talk about myself a little bit more so that you know who I am, where I come from and why I got so obsessed with periods. So, you know my name. My name is Sana and you have probably already heard that that is not a British name. Um, I am very much Dutch. I'm born and bred in the Netherlands and I moved to London, United Kingdom in 2016. I didn't intend to stay here at all. I packed up my bags. I needed a change. I thought I'd just go for a few months, see what it is like and then probably come back uh, to my apartment back in Amsterdam. But I met the love of my life and here I am. I am still in London and I'm loving every part of it. Well, not just every part, but let's not get into politics right now, shall we? So the reason that I actually moved from Amsterdam to London is because at the time I was I was not feeling great. I was doing a lot better than a few years before, but mentally I was not in a good space. And actually until that time, since I was uh, about 17, 18 years old, I never really felt good mentally. I always struggled with a lot of things. I struggled with... Um, feeling confident. I had a lot of anxiety. Um, I still do. And I couldn't really put my finger on it, what it was exactly that made me feel so insecure about myself, so self-loathing sometimes. I really didn't like myself that much. And last year, it was the first time that I started to look at my menstrual cycle. Until this time, I'd never thought that my menstrual cycle might have had an impact on the way I was feeling about myself and the way I was feeling mentally. And we're going to go back a little bit here. We're going back to when I was around 14 or 15 years old. I had just had my first few periods and i went to my mum and i said to her i am bleeding quite a bit i've got quite a heavy flow and i thought this was wrong i thought i wasn't supposed to have that especially not for my first few periods i thought that's not that's not normal and my my mum didn't know what to do so she would do what every mum would do, I would think. And that was called the doctor, called the GP. So we went to the GP and I did my story. My mum went with me. And the first thing that he asked me in front of my mother, which I really didn't appreciate, was, are you sexually active? Obviously, I said no, because my mother was there. Um, Side note, note, I wasn't sexually active whatsoever. I wasn't even interested in boys until I was about 23 years old. When I was 15, I was still playing with my Barbie dolls, honestly. Um, So I said, no, what, what are you talking about? And he said that he was thinking on putting me on birth control because that would make the bleeds every month a little bit less intense and it would help me. And he said, you will want to become sexually active anyway at one point, so this will prevent you from becoming pregnant. Well, this is your GP that we're talking about, so both of us thought, okay, fine. So we took the box of pills, we went home, my mother explained to me how it all works and and what it is like, and that was it. I started taking the pill from the age of 14 or 15 years old. Um, didn't really think of it, and then I moved... To Amsterdam when I was 18 years old. First time that I was living on my own, that I had to fend for myself, I had to grow up basically, I had to become this person that I that I'd never was before and do it all on my own. And Amsterdam was rough for me. Um, my student years were tough, even though I had a lovely time In uni, I I wasn't struggling with studying. I met this amazing group of friends. I had people around me that loved me. But still, I was feeling awful on the inside. I didn't feel good about myself. I felt like a loser. I felt like everyone on the tube and on the bus were looking at me and thinking, what a pathetic little piece of human being that is. And even though when I was with my friends and they were all so supportive and so lovely to me, I still thought that I was a lesser person than than they were. I went to the doctors at that time and they diagnosed me with depression. So I started talking to a therapist and I've tried a few therapists in the beginning. Not every therapist worked for me and that was okay. So eventually I started talking to this therapist who would put me through what is called EMDR it is a type of therapy that is working with people who usually have a trauma and to this day I'm not really I'm not really sure why they put me on this therapy but I did think that it it helped But in the meantime, I started reading up about birth control pill and how that might affect your mood. So I thought, okay, I started the birth control pill because of my heavy bleeds. In the meantime, I I still have heavy bleeds. I'm still quite like quite a heavy flow. So I thought maybe this is a good time to quit the pill. and see what's going to happen. See if that affects my mood. It can't hurt, I thought. So I was around, I think, 21, 22 years old and I quit the pill. And I kid you not, from day to night, from night to day, the difference was astonishing I felt like a fog had lifted. I felt like a weight had been taken off my shoulder. I felt so much better and lighter about myself, more confident. I wanted to do things. I wanted to explore the world. I wanted to go places. The difference was amazing. So for the first few months after quitting the pill, I was I was feeling good. I also quite... um interestingly, compared to what the GP had said when I was 15, saying that you might want to become sexually active at one point, up until this time, I wasn't. I wasn't even interested in it. The minute I stopped taking the pill, that's when I became interested in sex. So I don't know what my GP thought at the time, but... I mean, giving me the pill did work and did keep me off it, I guess. But when I got off the pill, that's when I actually saw the world. That's how it felt. So for the first few months, it was it was okay, and I and it was good and I was enjoying life a little bit more. But gradually, gradually it came back. The depressive thoughts came back and At times, I wasn't feeling as good as I was those first weeks or months when I just quit the pill. And for a little bit, I was just going through the motions. I I had several panic attacks. I had times where I really didn't feel like coming out of the house or even coming out of my bed um, or do anything. Talk to my friends, talk to my family but other times and other weeks i was feeling i was feeling okay and it was fine and i didn't really know why i was feeling so terrible the weeks before that so i decided i needed a change i thought i'm not really happy with everything that's happening around me in terms of work in terms of what I was doing after university and and life on the outside, not my my inner feelings but life on the outside, so I thought maybe if I change that, I will feel a lot better too and that's when I packed my bags, got on a ferry, and from one day to the other, I basically moved to the United Kingdom. And I was feeling pretty good about that. I had this whole new environment. I also realised how much I love the British culture and how much I love speaking English, how much that fitted me much better than Dutch did in a weird way that I cannot explain to you. Don't ask me, but it just felt that way. And I was living a good life. Um, A few months into living here, I met my now partner and we hit it off straight away and we never looked back and we're so happy together. And I thought for the first years as well, I thought, this is amazing. This was the best decision I have ever made. And it was, it was the best decision I have ever made. But slowly but surely, just like that moment when I quit the pill after that, Those feelings and those thoughts kept on creeping in, even though I had someone that I loved very much and who loved me very much, just like I had with my friends and my family before in Amsterdam. It came back. And this time I was a bit done with it. This time I thought, not again. It can't be just a low mood that keeps on popping up every few years or every few months or every few weeks. And that's when it dawned on me, there is a pattern. Let me figure out what this pattern is. Before I started figuring that out, I went to my GP and I said, I think there's something with my menstrual cycle that has an effect on how I feel mentally. They didn't really think that would be the case. They just thought it's low mood and um, it's winter. So with the weather, you feel worse. Have you ever heard of sad? Sad blah, blah, blah. So I went away. And I kept on reading in the meantime about menstrual cycles, about hormones, and about the effect that has on on your mental health. Went away, started tracking my cycle. For a full year, I tracked my cycle. I wrote down every day how I felt mentally, physically, emotionally, everything that I could come up with, I would write down. And pretty quickly, after about three or four months, I already saw a pattern. There was always a period of two weeks. And within those two weeks, doesn't matter. it didn't matter every month how long that was. Like one month, it was two days. The other month, it was a four week. The other month, it was five days. But within those two weeks, I would feel worse than in the other two weeks of the month. So I kept on reading and studying about any sort of PMS-related issues that came with it. And that's when I stumbled upon PMDD, premenstrual dysphoric disorder. And I read about it and every single thing that came up within the symptoms of PMDD, I thought tick, 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 tick. I recognised everything. I started reading stories from other people who have it and it just, it became so clear to me that all this time, since that first day that I walked into the GP office when I was 15 years old, I've been dealing with PMDD. I've been dealing with the reaction that my body has on the natural fluctuations Of my hormonal levels. So I went back to the GP. I'm 30 years old. And I brought all of my research. And I brought my cycle tracking um, research as well. And I put it all on the table. And I said, I think I have this. And they agreed with me. They had to look into their big book of... um, GP knowledge whatever that is and they agreed they said yes i i am diagnosing you with pndd this is uh, this is what you have and that's where both of us stranded a little bit because there's not a lot known about pndd it has only been taken up in um into the consideration of being an actual mental issue since 2019. And my GP didn't really know what to say to me. She said, I think you can start taking antidepressants, SSRIs. And I said, okay, but I'm not sure if I want that. What what other options do I have? And, and she honestly said, I'm not I'm not sure I have to look into this. I'm, I'm not sure what we can do. So I did try antidepressants in the end. Um, that didn't work for me. That's OK. For some people it does. For some people it doesn't. And I decided I'm going to continue my research. I'm going to continue looking into this magical world of the menstrual cycle. And try to find out what I can do to manage my life with PMDD. And that's where I am now. I realise that this is not just me researching for me. But I need to use this in my job as a personal trainer. I need to make sure that I, as a fitness professional, am aware that there's a fluctuation in energy levels Mental health levels, and that has an effect on your workouts. But it's not just fitness, it's every part of your life that these things can have an effect on. And that's where I started with this teeny tiny snowball of a little bit of information on the menstrual cycle. And it just turned out to be this huge, accumulative ball of information. And that's where I stand today. So that's sort of how I became the period PT to talk more about this and to get more information out there into the world and to help myself. Um, Because if no one else is going to educate me, if no one else is going to tell me what to do, then I'll try to educate myself. And that is where I am. So I hope you are going to enjoy the next few episodes of the period pod. And I really hope that you enjoyed listening to this. And I'd like to know your stories. So what I also want to do in this podcast is read about you. I think what I have missed growing up being a woman, I think I have missed the stories from other women. I think I have missed openness about periods and about the menstrual cycle. So you can write me with your period stories and that can literally be anything. That can be a similar story to mine about PMDD, PMS or anything else that you have that's period related like endometriosis or PCOS. Um, You can write me with your first period story. Maybe it's a really silly story. Maybe it's a funny or an embarrassing or um, an, a story that you just want to tell to the world. Or maybe you found something in your research. Maybe you figured out something that you want the world to know. Write me in and I will read it out on the pod. So you can write me in at hello at the period pt.com. you can send me an email there or you can find me on facebook and instagram with the handle at the period pt, and that's where you can find me and write me your stories always let me know if i can use your name or not if you don't tell me if i can use your name i won't use it by default um, and i'll keep you anonymous anyway I hope you enjoyed this first episode of the period pod. I really enjoyed making it and I hope that you heard some things that resonated with you and I can't wait to read your stories about that. And I do hope that you have a bloody brilliant week. See you soon.